0: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five teams that need to work the portal. We'll do a lot of portal stuff here in the next few days. If Cam Ward doesn't have a new school by Monday when he puts his name in the portal, you know... uh, because that's not well. I mean, he could. Cause, well, he's already in because he's a grad transfer. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't have a new school by Monday, I think he's probably going to be my Monday.
1: I think if he's got a new school by Monday, he better have one heck of a deal already arranged, yeah. or else I'd be taking the visits and seeing what I can can get out of that thing. But yeah, um, the portal is going to be a hot and heavy topic, obviously moving forward here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Next next week, and we'll we'll probably do a CFP one if I um, if I'm emotionally stable enough to do it. Depending on uh, this weekend, you guys right. might see me as a, like a, I won't have my hair won't be. Kempt. Like, I'll just have, like, a mustard stain on my shirt. Yeah.
1: You'll be like, when did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, Just the days fly off the calendar post-FSU's yeah. uh, non-playoff bid. Yeah. yeah,
0: if that if that happens, we'll see. But uh, anyway, number five, Colorado. Um, they're going to have to keep working the portal. High school recruiting has been in flux. This happens, I think it's, it's weird the narrative going on around Colorado right now because this kind of happens in... After year one of most first-year coaches where you do a lot of portal stuff, it, there's some guys it works out, doesn't work out. There's commits, decommits because they see how you're going and and things are changing. But Colorado's still going to have to be heavy in the portal, but they need to especially look at their offensive line. And I say that uh, because Shadur is probably coming back and he is – he and Travis Hunter, the, the best two players on your roster, Shadur, the most valuable player on your roster because he's your quarterback and he's an NFL quarterback and you need to keep him from getting hurt again. And that is not something they did well this year. Plus, they will have a likely completely new offensive staff and I would not, or at least a, you know, a, big, a new coordinator, and I would not be surprised to see them have a new defensive coordinator as well uh, after year one. So there's going to be a lot of portal there. If they've got to get better anywhere else that they get better, they've got to get better up front.
1: Yeah, and I want to go back for just one second to the Oklahoma-Texas. I do want to clarify for later comments. I get it. If you're an Oklahoma fan, you're also, if you're not rooting for Texas, you're then therefore seeing Oklahoma State win a Big 12 championship. So it is a bit of a, a... you know a debacle that they have in front of them as fandoms, but I, I I do get that side of it. That's why you might lean Texas, as you don't want to see the Pokes win a Big Twelve championship on the way out and let the Big Twelve get the last laugh. But it's still it's just strange to see the uh, the friendship uh, or the alliance that's developed over the last year. It's been going on for a while now. So to Colorado, it's been interesting to see the kind of negative. You know, I guess vibes out there right now. You got an article I read the other day talking to some former players about their exit. It kind of feels like people are getting their their receipts on Dion right now, doesn't it? Like they're ah. Yeah. Oh. So all that talk in the beginning of the season, that whole first month, and everybody's D on this and D on that, Coach Prime this, Coach Prime that, and now you look up and they're not even making a bowl game after that terrific start. Um, A lot of people really enjoying that. They hit the portal as heavy as anybody last year, and it worked to mixed results. But, I mean, they obviously need some major help up front for Shadur. That's first things first, which I guess you've got to sort out your coaching staff as well. But, yeah, I'd imagine they'll be deep in the portal again. You just wonder, you know, to what degree are they going to get in the NIL game? Because I think last year you're able to play off – it's just – it's Deion Sanders. Like, come yeah. play here. It's Deion Sanders. But I think now with the way the season went, it's like – and you guys are saying you're not going to just throw bags at everybody because I think people thought that that's what well, they would do.
0: I, I think also part of him saying that is them saying, like, hey, look, we're, we've got a lot of money for you, but right. you got to, like – We you need can't, to spread it like, out. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, let's, let's make sure the bravado matches the budget.
1: Right, yeah. And so I think that that's got maybe – People being a little bit more, uh, you know, cautious as far as just fully just jumping onto the Colorado train here. But, yeah, I mean, they'll be heavy in there. They're going to have to be um, very, you know, interested to to see what uh, Dion's plans are for this offseason because it was such a, a taboo thing last year and – you know, we saw how it worked out, so now does he go to the well once again? What kind of changes in an approach does he make? Who does he hire, to your point? Like, what's the deal with Shador? I mean, so, yeah, there's a lot to, to figure out for Colorado as they get ready to enter the Big 12 and uh, and new life in, in their old home of the Big 12 conference, and that'll be a fun team to have a little bit more front yeah. and center for us uh, moving forward.
0: Now, I do think that since Shadour has some – it would not totally surprise me to see him in the NFL draft. It, it, it wouldn't. Totally surprised me. I think he's coming back. Um, but I do think that there is, given especially that, that he got injured, if they're not trending in the direction in the next couple of weeks of him to get those offensive linemen, then maybe he does go.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, so. so. I mean, I do think he has a future uh, yeah. in the NFL. I yeah, think he's, he's definitely got a shot at that. And so that's, that's something that will be right there you know, until he, I guess, makes a final decision whenever that that day may come. I don't know where he's, like, positioned. I haven't really looked that deep into it, but... He's a top 50 player. No, he's definitely got the talent. And so, uh, yeah, that'll be something to monitor for sure. And then he's
0: a quarterback. So if he's, say, he's ranked 45th and he's a quarterback, then that really means he's probably about 32nd right when it comes to it <laughs> probably because yeah. you know teams will get kind of like nuts about it and you know so a team that doesn't like say the Raiders who pick 11th don't get their quarterback in the first round yeah. right so then they'll pick you know the, they might move up because he's like he's still there and they want to make sure that the the team that also didn't get their quarterback the Vikings because they're you know 18th you know didn't get their guy it, it, it's a weird situation number four baylor this one i mean we can we can go on about it but this is a also an offensive line and a defensive line to be reshaped by the portal and probably um the wide receiver position i think are the ones that need need the most linebacker but yeah there's a lot of things they've got to get done in the portal
1: yeah they're gonna have to be very active they got double digit guys last year i think a little over 10 maybe it was 12 when all was said and done i think that's probably going to be about the same case here, if not even a little bit higher. Uh, and the thing with Aranda being uh, basically on a one-year deal is that you have to win now. And so there's, I see these comments about, well, can Jake Spavittal recruit Texas? Is like for what right now? Like, why is that your concern? As far as uh, I get, there's a second signing day coming up, but like, I don't feel like that's really where the damage is going to be done on the recruiting trail. Like. I think that's something you more worry about if he has a job here next year as the OC, and then you plant those seeds over these next several months. But, like – He's not going to, you wouldn't think, have a huge impact on the 2024 class at this point. So, how are they going to retool the roster? Because you're also not going to bank on a lot of freshmen rolling in here and making a world of difference. So, yeah, it's going to have to be in the portal. I mean, that's where they're going to have to get it done. And the development during the springtime as well. But, yeah, they've got a lot of uh, places where they need depth. Uh, They've got a lot of places where they could use, quite frankly, some starters and I think that uh, last year was just scratching the surface uh, with the 10 or 12 guys they got. I think it's going to be, like I said a second ago, very similar, if not even a tad more uh, than that this time around. Number three, Notre Dame. Look, they're they're going to go get a quarterback. We know that. But their wide
0: receiver room is essentially empty, which means they need to go get some playmakers for said quarterback. They did not really do that for Sam Hartman, and I think it did cost them in the bigger games this year. I don't think... There were many wide receivers that would have helped them in that Louisville game. Louisville was fired up to have Notre Dame in their place and beat them. But I think it would have helped them against Ohio State, uh, especially maybe not let that game come down to what it did in that loss. And so – and I think it would have certainly helped them against Clemson when they lost to them as well. Uh, So they – They've got Jaden Greathouse, who's kind of a, a tweener wide receiver, tight end type player uh, that would be back, and he's really good. But they need weapons around whoever that quarterback is. Say it's Riley Leonard or Will Howard, or or maybe now it may, might be Cam Ward. Like those guys might ever. Like everybody's moved down a rung uh, on the list since Cam Ward's in the in the water. But whoever that is that they get is going to need some playmakers and Notre Dame's good pretty much everywhere else and I'm sure they'll get a couple here and there but they absolutely need to get some wide receivers for whoever their quarterback is next year
1: yeah they've been hit by the portal kind of hard already so uh, that's certainly the top position that you look at and uh, yeah Riley Leonard seems to be the, the big splash that we're all awaiting and whether that's Notre Dame or not I mean all signs have been pointing to that but certain players jump in and we heard what yesterday of just wait till you see on Monday, like the names that are going to be dropping in. So we haven't even opened this thing up fully yet. Like the door's cracked for the older folks basically. And then, or it's like 21 and up right now. And then, you know, next, next can be free for all, like all ages come on board the transfer portal. So yeah, we'll see how, how that shapes up. Uh, But no wide receiver is an area that uh, right now this very moment given the recent events is, is certainly a priority among some other spots so yeah i, I think that they're going to be very active number two florida uh,
0: graham mertz is coming back that is good news because then they can kind of bring uh dj lagway along uh slowly uh and uh, they've still got him in the fold. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't decommitted. He's been rock solid with the Gators uh, all through this, and the Jaden Rashada thing already kind of made it easier for him. So uh, that's good for them. But they they've got to get better. Everybody needs to get better up front. Uh, the Gators though do need. Uh, this is the thing that shocked me the most about Florida. They were so bad at the skill positions. Uh, not running back. Running back was fine. But a wide receiver outside of Ricky Pearsall, that really – and Garrett, just give me a nod. That's kind of surprising. Like, you watch the Gators a lot like I do. Like, they, they – that was always something that even their bad teams, like, they had, you know, four guys that could that could school you if the quarterback was right. And they just didn't have that. And that, that was surprising to me. And the defensive back was surprising to me. So, they've got a couple of areas that were normally, especially where they are. And you can go in and say, come play for the Chomp Chomps, you get free jorts. Uh – you know that they're uh, they they can get people all the time, but they just haven't done it. It's been surprising me because it was like the next one on this list, the skill guys seemingly were easy, and it was the other things that were hard. But Florida's maybe flipped that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think you've touched on. I don't know as much about them or mm-hmm. follow them as closely as you do, um, but yeah, I mean Billy Napier's got to do something. It feels like he's you know managed okay, but they're kind of and, at a tipping point of, like, and, you need to see some results. And, by the way, Graham Mertz, 20 TDs, 3 and 9 this year. So, he was efficient. For him, yeah.
0: He was efficient. Uh, they've got to get better on that side of the ball, but uh, he was efficient. But, yeah, they've got to – like, he's got to get some guys who can, who can go score. Like that. That was watching them this year. Outside of ATN and Montreal Johnson, there the running back is really is pretty good too. But um, Ricky Pearsall can make every catch, but he's gone. He's an NFL receiver. I think he's he's going to be one of those guys like Puka Nakua that as a rookie next year is going to really show out. Uh, and so, but outside of Ricky Pearsall, they didn't have anybody that was terrifying, and that that was surprising to me uh, for the Gators. And number one. Miami, um, they have, they got a lot better along the lines this year. Offensive and defensive line were a lot better. Mario Cristobal did a great job with that. Um, running backs, fine. Wide receivers, okay. Uh, but they do need to go get a couple of plus guys. The defense was good, not great, but good enough, and, and they looked like they are on the upswing. But the biggest thing Miami has to do, the biggest thing Miami has to do is get a quarterback. Mario Cristobal is not going to win there until he is consistent there. Maybe it's Emery Williams. He didn't really play that much. The only time we saw him start was, was almost like four quarters against Florida State, and he broke his arm at the end of that game. Uh, so... Is it him or is it a transfer guy? I think it's probably going to be a transfer uh, player. But can they get in on that? Have they done enough to make somebody want to come there that's going to get them over the hump? And, you know, you've got – like I didn't list Clemson on this because it's kind of obvious that Clemson needs to do that, but they don't need to do it as badly as some of these teams because Dabo's still really good at developing players, and their NIL is actually good. Um, that's just not something we hear about. Uh, he, he's good at retaining players. They don't lose a lot, but when they do lose guys, they don't replace them, and that's kind of a weird thing that he's done there. But Miami, they need a quarterback almost as bad as anybody in the country for Mario Cristobal to take that next step.
1: Well, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be in the portal, so they'll have their fair share and with all that uh, John Ruiz money. Oh, wait, no, he's not. Is he involved still? I don't know. We haven't heard his name in a long time.
0: <laughs> I, I think he's one of those guys. that's other that NIL all, <laughs> money they have. I think he'll one of those guys that will always be involved. It's just that John Ruiz
1: and his company won't be involved. It'll just be yeah. like, oh, I'm Ed who I'm, Ed, Mm
0: -hmm. I've got some
1: money for you. That was, uh, I don't know. That name just popped in my head for the first time in like a year. So, uh, just, yeah, but, uh, no, I mean, Tyler Van Dyke, uh, off to, you know, new scenes and a new place. And yeah, that leaves a a void there for them to, uh, go dip on into the portal. And I don't know, you get some of the more vocal participants of a fan base, kind of like I was talking about Oklahoma or, you know, Texas, you just they don't speak for everybody, but a lot of Miami fans that are as braggadocious as ever uh, that feel like, "Hey, there's the portal, you know, pick up away or a few portal pickups away from being the, the kings of college football again." So uh, it's the off season, baby. That means optimism for everybody, basically, and uh, Miami is certainly uh, in that position right now. Uh, so yeah. I I would imagine they're going to be heavily involved in the quarterback circuit when it comes to uh, who's finally all in there officially. And, yeah, come Monday we'll, we'll know a lot more because a lot of other names will be a part of this pool of players.
0: This has been a Rogue Media Network production.